Hi, everybody. I'm Maya, compulsive overeater, and uh, really happy to be um, here on this meeting today. And perfect that we're talking about step one and powerlessness and unmanageability. Um, you know, I have to remind myself of this every day. I, I start from square one every day, remembering that I am powerless over food and my life is unmanageable especially if I think that I can handle it on my own. <laughs> um, so I'm going to just briefly uh, just let you know a little bit about me and my journey with OA. And um, both my parents were alcoholics and compulsive eaters. So I grew up around just watching, you know, I identified intimacy with uh, love of a substance, not necessarily connection with other people in the house, but love of their, their drinks and their foods. And um, I just kind of followed suit and at a very young age just started kind of taking care of myself emotionally and feeling safe and numbed out by food. And um, just spent a lot of time being alone and um, in the comfort of my foods eating. And uh, I was always an overweight child and then um, just got into all the things in puberty and uh, junior high and high school with wanting to be thin and attractive and trying everything from, you know, the little uh, um, white cross tops, the little speed pills that kids were kind of passing around and, you know, running around the track and, and just, you know, trying all these things to keep my weight down and um, still wanting to be able to eat all those foods that gave me comfort. Um, when I went to college, I really had a, a, a big bottom with just, you know, literally staying in my single dorm room uh, that, that I insisted on having a mini fridge in and just, you know, like eating and binging and sleeping and studying and getting up and eating again and been, you know, just like this pattern over and over. And uh, somehow somebody told me about OA and I went to a meeting when I was 18 in San Diego. And I thought, wow, this is great. And I was familiar with the program because my mom had already gotten into AA. Um, and I thought, oh, I can do this. And I remember getting that little gray sheet and following the gray sheet. And it was basically the OA diet I went on when I was 18. And I really don't remember hearing about sponsors, the steps, <laughs> anything. Like I was wanting to lose weight and that's all I was there for. And so I lost a bunch of weight. Um, Felt like I was, you know, really a success and then went off on summer vacation and went back up to the uh, Bay Area and proceeded to gain literally 30 pounds in seven weeks. I mean, I just ate everything that I couldn't on that gray sheet and um, couldn't stop, just couldn't stop. And when I got back to college for the next semester, my friend said, what happened? And I was like, what do you mean? You know, like massive denial. And my conclusion at that time was, OA doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So for the next 30 years, I went out and just tried everything I could think of to try and keep my weight down. And uh, I was one of these people that would go up 30 pounds and down 20 pounds and up 40 pounds and down 30 pounds. And I, I was always on the lookout for the next new thing. And I did all these like 90 day, you know, athletic challenges and all this stuff and did the before and after pictures and 
I, I didn't do too many pay diet clubs, but I tried every kind of psychology of how to eat right. And I, uh, as it says in this step one, you know, we became experts in uh, how to lose weight, you know, and what we, what we needed to eat and what we couldn't, but, you know, the whole time my life was so unmanageable and, um, I, uh, I ended up um, really just kind of like being so miserable with my overeating and my secret compulsive overeating. I would, I got married, had a family, would put my kids to bed at night. My husband would be out playing music. And um, I would then literally in a, like a blind zombie, just, you know, like make these gigantic desserts for myself at 10 p.m., because that was my time. That was what I needed after giving and giving and giving and giving all day. And I remember this one time where really the word powerlessness will always be so clear in my mind when my kids were really young and they were, I just gotten them to sleep. They were in bed by themselves. I think my son was maybe five and my daughter was not even two. Um, and I'm, there I am picking up my keys at 1030 at night and getting ready to go down to the 7-Eleven to get my, you know, my pint of uh, ice cream and my, you know, whatnot to put all. And, and I'm the whole time I'm thinking, this is crazy. Your kids could wake up. They'd be so afraid. The house could burn down. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I could not stop. I, I literally felt so powerless, like there was a whole other part of me that was in control. And that is how it's always been with me and my binge foods. And so, um, you know, after I pushed my husband away and had a divorce and my kids were like terrified of even being in the same room with me, um, I somehow found OA again when I was 49 and um, I was so desperate and saw that my life was, I was just going to be alone, angry, miserable, and powerless. And I, I hated living that way. And I found the rooms of OA and um, I don't know, it was a grace that I just felt ready to surrender at that point and just say, what do I need to do? And I realized I was powerless and I just turned everything over and it hasn't been easy. Um, one thing I want to just remember is that after about eight years of really solid, good abstinence and deep involvement in the program, um, I was down there in the Bay Area and Marin County. I'm up in Oregon now, but um, I... Uh, I met a man and thought, wow, I'm, I'm so recovered. I can go off and have this great relationship now. And I know what to eat. And, you know, I'll, I'll pop into a meeting here and there. But, you know, like I got this thing. I got this. I'd lost my weight. I'd kept it off for seven years. Uh, I was a healthy eater. I knew all about fitness and nutrition. And I was just going to go off and have this life and, you know, do this on my own. And <laughs> within about six months, I was starting to spiral down again in a really dangerous way. And I could see my thinking really grasping for reasons that I wasn't yet powerless and I could reel it in. You know, I would say to myself every day, reel it in, Maya, reel it in <laughs> as if I could. And usually by the end of that evening, I had my... Um, you know, I was into something and I didn't go all the way over into the deep sugar uh, desserts 
that I was into before, but I, I did this thing where I was fooling myself with little health food snacks. And all of a sudden, I don't know if I can mention um, foods by name in this meeting. Is that a no-no or? Okay. Um, so all of a sudden I thought, you know, skinny pop is the answer and that's, you know, locale and I can eat that. And I would get those giant bags at Costco and just, you know, uh, end up like licking the salt off my fingers at the end of the bad bag feeling so demoralized. And I was acting out and hiding food and, and just being just all those ugly character defects were right back in my face. And I just, and then I thought when we broke up and I moved here to Oregon, I thought, okay, well now I'm going to be abstinent because there won't be all that temptation and stress. And I could not get abstinent, my friends. It was just so demoralizing. Um, and my higher power just plopped this beautiful OA friend in my life who told me that she had the beginnings of a beautiful 108 days of solid back-to-back -back abstinence. And she was so grateful and things were changing. And that was the seed that I needed to hear to say, okay, damn it, here I am again, totally powerless over food, what do I do? And I just started stepping in again. I mean, the way I look at it, um, I have to see my disease of compulsive overeating like a diabetic sees a really bad case of diabetes because if I don't take my OA medicine every day, which in my opinion is so much more pleasurable than having to shoot up insulin every day uh, or monitor my blood and everything, um, I, I'm lost and I'm, I'm in you know the bad part of my disease and it is progressive. I just, I was so worried I would never be able to get abstinent again. And by the grace of this power and you guys and my higher power, I, uh, I was able to pull it together and I'm, I'm coming up on six months of abstinence now after a three year, you know, dive back into thinking I, thank you, I could manage and, uh, and, and that I wasn't powerless over food. I knew what I was doing. Right. So, um, I am so blessed today to, uh, to just be able to make those correlations between waking up every morning and thinking, yep, it's another day where I'm still a compulsive overeater. I haven't really learned anything other than gotten in the habit of using these tools and being on meetings and picking up the phone and watching my temperament and making sure that I'm not in halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, keeping away from those things and just you know, being as gentle as I can with myself as somebody who has a disease and needs to keep that forefront in my mind. Um, this allows me to live a happy life of service with the peace in my heart and also the serenity of the craziness in my head about what am I going to eat? How much will I eat? Will I buy that? Uh-oh, I bought that. Well, I won't eat it today. Okay, I'll stash it here. Um, no, we're going here. What can I get away with eating now? What, you know, when are these, when is everybody going to leave so I can get my treat, you know? I mean, the insanity of it took up so much space in my head. And I'm so grateful to just have a food plan today. We have nine amazing tools in this program that, um, that I can pick and choose from every day and use. And just know that even though I never wanted to be a member of this club, Overeaters Anonymous, I am 
so profoundly grateful to be able to be, to say, you know, that I'm a grateful compulsive overeater today because I've reached back in and stepped into the middle of the herd and decided that this recovery is what I want and need. And that I don't, I'll never be able to live another way, you know, like I don't understand the part of my brain that thinks someday, as it says in here, I'll be able to handle my eating. I've never in all the, you know, 60 years of my life been able to see that 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 is really true. So I'm here, um, I'm powerless and, um, you know, I'm at this place, honest appraisal of my experience has convinced me that I cannot handle through handle life through self-will alone so my higher power comes through you guys it comes through the tools I just keep showing up and being humbled by the fact that I have this disease and um, am really grateful to just be recovering one day at a time thanks everybody for being here with me on a Saturday